Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the Rundown with Bob Sanders. Well... We're waiting. And welcome into the rundown. It is the Friday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. I am a spoiled, spoiled little guy today. Why? Because I get to go to the hotline and welcome in my special guest from the Post and Courier, the Retired, but most active retired guy I know, Mike Mooneyham. Mike, thanks for joining the show today, man. Oh, my pleasure, Rob. You know, I wanted to bring you in today to talk about a couple of different things. I wanted to get some thoughts from you on uh, Clemson and uh, their trip to the college football playoff. But I want to talk about your book that you've got coming out uh, after the first of the year. But the big thing is that we lost uh, two wrestling legends this week, yeah. um, and it does kind of tie into your book. But yeah. I, I definitely want to get into into these two. The the first is the man named the Axe Henning, and I, when I think of Henning, I think I'm of the generation that thinks Mr. Perfect. But Mr. Perfect's father passed away this year, uh, this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Larry passed away uh, a couple of days ago. Very sad. You know, Larry was, um, thing about Larry, he was a great in-ring performer. Um, I started following him back in the 60s when he teamed with Harley Race. And uh, for about a four or five year stretch, they were, I would say they were one of the best teams in the business. They were our incredible heels. And I uh, fondly remember their feud with the Crusher and the Bruiser up in the mid uh, the Midwest, AWA territory, Vern Gagne promotion. Um, I mean, that was one of the bloodiest feuds I'd ever seen. And so, and he passed away this week. And that, I, I, I hate to, I hate to sound like it was a little bit before my time, but I didn't really get to enjoy him and, and those feuds, yeah. like like you said. But yeah. the second one being with the Dynamite Kid. One of my first wrestling memories was with the Dynamite Kid and and, and with him being with the British Bulldogs and just the impact that he had on wrestlers where you could see wrestlers today still doing the stuff that he did back then. Yeah, Yeah, he he really kind of revolutionized uh, that part of the business. He was a high flyer. Uh, very acrobatic. He had, uh, he had wrestled in Japan before he um, before he started out in the states and had this really really incredible program with Tiger Mask over there. And of course, he was a product of the uh, Hart family and the Dungeon. And um, when he came over to WWE, made quite a splash with Davy Boy Smith as the British Bulldog. You know, it's, it's so sad that all of these guys are gone now. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. You know, getting back to his program that he had with Tiger Mask, though, I don't think people really understand. If you go back and look at that, when he came over to the States, he had to kind of tone down what he did uh, because they weren't used to it here. But even the stuff that he put out, 
it set the audience on fire because they'd never seen anything like that before. It really did. And, and, you know, a few years later, you'd see a lot of the guys in WWF kind of uh, adopt that style. So he really was sort of a, uh, a pioneer in that respect. He really blazed a trail that um, that resulted in some really, really good matches, uh, not only in WWE, but uh, all around the world. I, I agree with you on that, but uh, going back this week, I was able to find some clips on YouTube of uh, his matches with Tiger Mask. Just yeah. amazing, the stuff that he did yeah. over in Japan. If you're a hardcore wrestling guy, you got to go and check this stuff out. But losing the Dynamite Kid and and Larry Henning this week, just sad. And, and it's, it gets really sad because... If you look at if you I like to watch old WWF pay per views and you especially like Royal yeah. Rumbles and you, you watch these yeah. matches and it's like okay there's 15 guys in the ring and there's only three of them that are left living right now I mean we're oh, getting yeah. at that point yeah yeah I, I see that all the time and uh, it's really tough and one of the reasons I, I wanted to write this book you know I wanted to sort of pay homage to to these guys that. Uh, not only that I grew up with, but that, you know, were around here back in the 80s and 90s. They left uh, uh, such a tremendous legacy. And I just, uh, you know, I just wanted to to uh, put them in the spotlight one more time. Well, in the name of your book, and it's coming out uh, after the first of the year, right? Yeah, it looks like um, it was originally scheduled to be released sometime in December. But I think more realistically, it'll be after Christmas probably probably in early to mid-January. And then the title of it is? Final Bell. Final Bell. And it's basically like your collection of, and, and I hate to use this term, but the eulogies yeah. that you wrote uh, for the yeah. Post and Courier for some of uh, wrestling's greatest. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we narrowed it down to about 35, uh, 35 of uh, my favorite columns and uh you know, sadly enough, I've probably got uh, enough material for a second volume to follow. Um, but this is on some of the, you know, some of the great Luthez, Wahoo McDaniel, Johnny Valentine, um, uh, just a bunch of, of guys that people will know from the Mid-Atlantic area for the years. And uh, it's a compilation of some of my best columns. And my, some of my best columns are, uh, sadly enough, um, columns I've written after the passing of, of some of these guys, who uh, most of whom I, I knew personally, some were very close friends. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I think it'll really t touch a few nerves. Now, you mentioned that you, that you knew a lot of these guys. Uh, can you tell us about uh, maybe some of the relationships where you may have had more of an up close and personal relationship with some of these guys? Oh yeah. Um, you know, one of the one of the guys that I don't think everybody will know across the country, but certainly people who are longtime fans uh, here in the Low Country and across the state and Mid Atlantic era will remember is uh, is a promoter named Henry Marcus. Henry was one of Jim Crockett's uh, lead guys as far as promoting. He promoted in Charleston and, and Columbia for probably about fifty years, and we had a very close relationship over the years. You know, the first matches I ever witnessed were some of his shows at, at the old county hall in Charleston back in the 60s. And uh, over the years, you know, he shared many great stories with me, good memories of, you know, he he, he traveled the, the roads and rode on trains with guys like Jack Dempsey and Rocky Marciano. So he knew not only wrestling people, he knew people from, 
from all facets of entertainment. You know, he used to have the old Superman, Lois Lane shows in Columbia, uh, the old rock and roll review. Yeah, that that's really cool in its own right. So from the Post and Courier, Mike Mooneyham, Mike, of course, uh, joining us today here on The Rundown. Mike, did we drop off there with you? Let me see if I can get Mike back up on the program here as his cell phone dropped. But I tell you what, it is so cool to, uh, this column is so great that, there we go, there's Mike. Mike, yeah, there we go, you dropped off for a second, there you go, glad to have you back with us. So, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I call, I, the last the last piece that you had there where you were yeah. talking about that, I, I just like the fact that in the stuff that you write, the level of, I mean, it, it seems like that you, you went home and had dinner with these guys. That's just kind of the <laughs> vibe that I got from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. And that's why really, you know, I, I, I wrote somewhere in there that these things were very, these pieces were very hard for me to write in the respect that, you know, these people had just passed away. And like I said, many of them were really good, close friends. So they're hard to write. But, you know, I felt like uh, I felt like I owed it to them to give them a good send off. And uh, a few of the guys actually had asked me over the years, you know, who's going to write about me when I when I when I pass on? Uh, what if you're not around? And I said, you know, I'm going to be around as long as I can. And if if if, if that sad occasion happens, that you know, I'll, I will. I will send you off in, in a nice fashion. All right, now, and you mentioned that, but uh, I noticed in a tweet that you had earlier uh, at by Mike Mooneyham that uh, mm-hmm. you're going to talk about this weekend in your column at the Post and Courier about George Bush, who just passed away, and his relationship to professional yeah. wrestling. I am, I am stunned by that because I just don't think of George Bush and professional wrestling. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about that column that's coming out this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to like this one, Rob. Uh, George Bush actually had a really close relationship with wrestling and several top wrestling stars. He was really close personal friends with Paul Bosch, who was uh, a well-known promoter in Houston from the mid-60s through the mid-80s. And, you know, George Bush lived in Houston for much of his life, and he followed the wrestling there, and he was friends with Paul and uh, not only that, he coached Wahoo McDaniel in Pony League Baseball in Midland, <laughs> Texas. And, yeah, believe it or not, they kept a relationship going over the years. Uh, Wahoo was invited to the White House back in the 80s uh, when when uh, George Bush Sr. was vice president at the time. Um, of course, uh, he, he was friends with Ric Flair. I had written about that in the past, you know, Rick had uh, done that whistle-stop train tour back in his presidential um, uh, campaign in uh, 1992. Um, they met on numerous occasions and, you know, enjoy talking about wrestling and Wahoo. And uh, also Ernie Ladd was a, uh, was a big supporter and friend of George Bush for many years, so almost 40 years, uh, dating back to Ernie's days playing football with the Houston Oilers back in the 60s. So, you know, he had a lot of ties to wrestling. He actually liked wrestling. And uh, it's just real funny to see all of these names associated with a guy who really, you know, on the surface didn't look like he would follow wrestling. He's more of a a Yale guy that, you know, was probably more into other sports. But, um, yeah, I think think you're going to – I think you're really going to like this piece.
This is going to be in the Post and Courier this Sunday, and of course you can find it online uh, on the Post and Courier's website. I'm really, really jacked up to read this on Sunday, because when I read that, I was like, how did Mike tie George Bush into wrestling? But then I think about it, and you mentioned Paul Bosch, and I'm like, ah, well, that Uh makes sense. Uh, That makes a heck of a lot of sense. Now, you were mentioning... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say... uh, when uh, when the WWF held a, reti- held a retirement show for Paul Bosch back in 1987, uh, they uh, on the big screen was a, a personal message from George Bush. So, you know, kind of cool. That, that definitely is kind of cool. Now, we're talking about football with football players there with, with the big cat Ernie Ladd and all those guys. Yeah. You know, Vince McMahon and the XFL announced this week that they're going to have their eight, the, the eight teams are going to have, and, mm-hmm. and, and how that's going to go. Yeah. Do you really think that it's going to work this time, in your opinion? Oh, wow. You know, I, I, I don't want to be a pessimist, but it, it uh, you know, with, with, I mean, NFL is pretty stiff competition. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'll never say never because I've learned over the years you never say never. Um, but it's going to be a steep uphill climb, I think, for the XFL to, to, to make it. Yeah, I I just wonder how how it's actually going to work, and 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 I think that Vince McMahon, I think this is over, basically butthurt because he wants an NFL franchise. Well, if I can't have an NFL franchise, then mm-hmm. I'll just make my own league. That's how I feel about it anyway. But, yeah, and he's pretty much subsidizing it too. He's been taking a lot of money out of his stock. Of course, he's got you know over two billion dollars, but still, you know he he's investing a lot of money into this product. I, I I don't feel bad about Vince McMahon with taking money out, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got you got to go to somebody else for that there. But uh, but yeah. it is going to be a, a pricey venture for him. And if that's what he wants to do with his money, have at it. But I'm yeah, not sure. Power to him. Yeah, I'm not sure if the XFL is going to work or not. We we shall see. But yeah. I tell you what. Um, before we get you out of here this afternoon, I got to talk to you about the Clemson Tigers. They oh, made yeah. their way to the college football playoff, and and I love your your tweets about Clemson stuff because generally, if you follow Mike on Twitter at by Mike Mooneyham, um, I'm kind of a night owl, and I, and I think Mike is too because he tweets out a lot of stuff <laughs> oh, late yeah. at night, and it's yeah. it's basically wrestling history and pictures and stuff yeah. like that. But then all of a sudden, he'll come and just hammer out with like a Clemson tweet. And it's just it's just kind of funny to see some of that stuff. But um, with the final four that we have, do you think that uh, that Notre Dame actually belongs in this final four? Because, and I've said from the beginning, I don't think they need yeah. to be there because they didn't play in a conference championship. Yeah, well, you know, I, I felt that going in. I feel, I feel until Notre Dame plays in a conference championship, all things being equal, that, um, you know, they kind of get an automatic buy in what would be a very important game. So, you know, I feel that way, but I also feel, and I know a lot of people were, um, were, were advocating that Georgia be one of those four, but I really firmly believe that according to the rules they set out, that, you know, the right teams are in there, uh, albeit Notre Dame, you know, is undefeated, not in a conference championship. Uh, Georgia is, I think Georgia is probably one of the top four teams in the country. But, you know, then again, you go, they lost two games. Had they lost just one game, um, it would be different. But they lost two games, so I don't see how you could put them in. Well, I agree with you on the Georgia front, but uh, I think more people are kind of upset by Ohio State being left out uh, with Notre Dame there, but Ohio State got blown out. So I mean, oh, that I was guess, such an ugly loss. Yeah, yeah, it certainly, certainly was. But 
Um, and I tell you what, now now that Clemson is in the playoff and they have drawn Notre Dame there, uh, I I think the Tigers are going to have an easy run there with the Irish. Yeah. And I, and I think that Alabama is going to play ping pong with Oklahoma for maybe a half and then pull away late. It looks like we're going to have another Clemson-Alabama championship game. Are you on that boat? I'm with you, 100%. I think that's going to be the two final. And, uh, you know, I'm just hoping Tiger's going to go all the way. I, I think they really have a very balanced team. Um, uh, it. You know, anything can happen in those games, but I think they have a really good chance. Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, he's going to be, he's certainly going to be a Heisman candidate next year. That guy's got all the tools. And, you know, I, you have to have chemistry. And I, and I can't tell you how much uh, credit I give Dabo for, for putting this, you know, this chemistry together and the, the culture. Um, Clemson is really, you know, it's, it's, it's a dynasty in the making right now. He has built a heck of a program up there in the upstate. Mike, I appreciate you joining us today. For folks that want to follow you and maybe learn more about your book, what's the best way to keep up with you? Uh, best way, you know, you can read my column every every Sunday in the Post and Courier. It goes online early Saturday morning at postandcourier.com. Uh, just go to sports and, and you'll find my stuff. Um, you can reach me on Facebook, uh, Mike Mooneyham. Or you can go Twitter by Mike Mooneyham. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I'll be glad to answer any questions and, and tell everybody about the book. I think we're going to finally have a cover in a week or so. So I'll be putting that out as well. Well, when the book comes out, I want you to come in studio and we'll talk about it. But, Mike, th- thanks so much for joining us today on The Rundown. My pleasure, Rob. See you later. Bye, Mike Mooneyham on Twitter. Make sure you uh, follow Mike Mooneyham one of the coolest sports writers that uh, that I know, and it's just and maybe it's the professional wrestling thing. I don't know. I've just I've read his stuff forever, and uh, make sure you go and follow him on Twitter. By the way, several folks on Facebook Live today they're talking about stuff with. Uh, let's see here. Alex says UCF should have been in the playoffs. Amazingly, I've got a story about UCF and the hypocrisy of the SEC. So we'll get into that this afternoon. Kale thinks that. He loves the way that I just automatically put Clemson into the college football playoff final. Kale, I love you, brother, but it's not just me. I mean, Las Vegas has Clemson as an 11.5-point favorite. I didn't put them there. It's not just me. But we'll talk about that today. I've also got NFL picks for the weekend. LeBron James is doing something stupid in L.A. Imagine that. Uh, Nick Saban's impressed with Dabo Sweeney. We'll get into that. Also today... The Buffalo Bills are trying to uh, bribe people to come and shovel their way out of the snow. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's going to be interesting as well. All that and more today on The Rundown right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Soundsgood. More in just a moment right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. season people don't think about their insurance why don't you make it where you don't have to think about your insurance 
Call the Farm Bureau Insurance Agency in Chapin. Brent Branham and Heather Brewerton can make sure your insurance is correct. You got to make sure that's right, man. I know I say that a lot, but if your insurance isn't right, you're going to have problems. Give them a call today, 1409 Chapin Road in Chapin. The number to dial, 803-345-5756 for the Chapin Farm Bureau Insurance Agency. So I got this article about the SEC and their uh, commissioner, George Sankey, saying that UCF should, quote, look inward and think, fix strength of schedule issues. When I read that, I laughed so hard. And I'll tell you why. Okay? Let's give you his full comment first. UCF should look inward to address the strength of schedule issues that have held back the Knights in the college football playoff rankings. You know, Central Florida finished eighth in the final playoff rankings by the selection committee uh, after finishing a second consecutive regular season undefeated. So they're in their conference. It's not like the SEC is going to pick them up. See, there's this set of people, and the majority of them are SEC fans that think, well, the college football playoff should just be the four SEC teams. We don't need the other teams in, in the playoff. That They're just muckying things up. We don't need that. That's how a lot of these people think. So if you see some people like that, you really need to slow them down a little bit and let them realize, oh, I don't know, two out of the last five national champions came out of the ACC Atlantic. Yeah, they don't like to hear those facts. Okay? There is good college football that's not played in the SEC. I know that people hear that and they're like, well, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Watch the college football playoff. If you don't believe me, look at the stuff that Nick Saban is saying about Dabo Sweeney up at Clemson. It's not just me or anybody else. Okay, but here's the thing with with Greg Sankey talking about they should look inward. He said that, quote, we aren't living up to our expectations rather than point to the selection committee, other people. We looked inward and said, how do we adjust to the circumstances around us? Sir, that is not completely true because your bell cow team in the SEC is Alabama and they don't schedule home and homes with anybody. And Nick Saban sure as hell isn't going to schedule a home and home with Central Florida. At least give South Carolina credit for a couple of years ago scheduling a home and home with Central Florida and going down there and playing. Okay? But there is a set of SEC teams, the power teams over there, that they're not going to schedule to play anybody like that. They're not going to give a, ta- a chance to a, a non-Power 5 team like a Central Florida and give them the opportunity to play a home-and-home home set. Yeah, they'll play a set where they come to Alabama or they come to wherever and play there, but then they're going to complain about, well, you should fix your strength of schedule. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Just because you're in the SEC doesn't mean that you're a college football darling. Okay? And I feel the same way about the ACC in basketball. Everybody talks about how great the conference is in basketball. Yeah, you've got great teams there, but there's good college basketball in other conferences. We should think the same way in college football. UCF Athletic Director Danny White has been highly critical of the playoff selections. He objected to the comparison between college football's postseason and scheduling process and college basketball. 
Non-conference football games are typically scheduled years in advance. In basketball, schedules are often completed months before the season, and they're right about that. White also noted that 3% of FBS teams make the playoffs and 19% of Division I teams make the men's tournament field of 68. Now, obviously, that's a bigger field. But you know what? You never hear, you didn't hear Greg Sankey talking about, hey, this Central Florida team slapped around Auburn last year in a bowl game. And you know what? I'm not like this guy that runs around and rides on conference coattails, but it would be great if we had the opportunity for Central Florida, without their quarterback, by the way, to smack around LSU and put these SEC fans in their place and let them know it's not the best conference in football anymore. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Yes, you've got great teams, but there's other college football out there. I know you don't want to hear that. I know you got away from the BCS that automatically put two SEC teams in it all the time, and it was basically a crutch for the SEC. Yeah, you're away from that now. Now you're in the playoff era, and to be honest, if it gets expanded to eight, it's going to shut down the SEC a little bit more every time. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to sound off on what Greg Sankey's saying about UCF should look inward, yeah, t- you should look inward, sir. You should make it where your teams in your conference actually schedule teams like UCF. That should happen. And not just not just your mid-level teams. Alabama should stop scheduling the Citadel every year. And having Nick Saban lose his mind because nobody wants to take him seriously when he goes to his press conference and says, yeah, the Citadel's a great team. No disrespect to the Bulldogs. But it's insane when you really stop and think about it and they should look inward. That is, that's just insane. Insanely stupid. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. We will look ahead to the NFL this weekend. Boy, last night's game with Jacksonville and Tennessee, that was an interesting game. You know, the over-under on that game was like 38 points, and uh, I was texting back and forth with my buddy Nathan from the Upstate, and we were talking about how pathetic these offenses are for for both teams. Well, the Jaguars, they, they were right. They were pathetic. But then... Tennessee comes out with their running back, Henry. He has like four touchdowns, 11 carries for like 290 yards or something like that. 
just a brutal game to watch if you're a Jacksonville fan. So we'll get into some more NFL picks against the spread here in just a little bit. We'll also talk about uh, LeBron James. He's going to make a huge mistake up in L.A. He's in L.A. now, and I know he kind of had his run in Cleveland. He can do whatever he wants. Same thing in Miami. The guy that he wants on his team now, though, is a cancer. We'll talk about that in more in a moment here. Also, uh, I want to get into the comments that uh, Nick Saban said about Dabo Sweeney and keeping his program at the top, which if the SEC office hears that, they're going to be mad. Well, no, not really. It's Nick Saban. He can do whatever the hell he wants. But, yeah, interesting stuff that Nick Saban put out there about Dabo Sweeney and his program. And then we'll get into the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills want to, uh, they're bribing people to uh, to clear out snow. I think the Buffalo Bills should just be given to Canada. I mean, it's it's insane up there. All that and more in just a moment. You are listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. to the rundown. I am Rob Sanders. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. We love everybody here on the rundown, whether you're an SEC apologist and you just think, oh, well, the SEC's great. We, we'd still love to have your call. 803-978-1832. People following on Facebook. I'm sure I've made some folks angry over there. Yep. Lisa's over there. Alex is over there. Thanks for checking out the show. My buddy Kale was over there earlier. We appreciate them, uh, all as always, checking out on Facebook. You know, I'm going to get to my comments on uh, Dabo Sweeney and the comments that uh, Nick Saban said last night about uh, about the Clemson football program. We'll get into that momentarily, but I tell you what, I think that the Buffalo Bills should just basically be frozen off and given to Canada. It's basically a yearly tradition that they try to get people to come to their new era stadium. And they got people out there today because the stadium is filled with snow and they need to get rid of it so the Jets can have their home game on Saturday against the New York Jets. Here's what you get if you're up there and you want to go and use your back to get rid of some of the snow. You get several incentives. Anyone who decides to show up, you get free food. The team says that both lunch and dinner will be provided. So you get you some food. All right. Then you get some money. The bills will pay $12 an hour to anyone who shows up, which is a raise compared to what the team paid last year. Shovelers were paid $11 an hour, which means they get a 9% raise. And then the other perk that comes with the offer is a free ticket. So, hey, you get to come and hang out in the snow all day, shoveling it out. We're going to feed you, give you 12 bucks an hour and a free ticket if you'll come and shovel 
some snow for four hours. You get a free NFL, NFL ticket and at least one free meal. You'll make $48, which then you can immediately spend on a Christmas present and, you know, buy some stuff in the team store. So here's the funny part, though. According to the Bills, the majority of the people that come and help uh, shovel snow are Canadians. <laughs> the Canadians come and help. Uh, I just laugh about this. The Canadians come and help shovel out the uh, shovel out the stadium. So that's my big thing this weekend. If you're uh, up near the Buffalo area, listening on the iHeartRadio app, yeah, if you could tweet at me at Rob Sounds Good and a picture of that snow. Because there, there's talk like in the upstate that we may have some snow this weekend. I know up in uh, up in Asheville they're expecting snow. If we get like a dusting of snow here, you know how it is. Shut the state down. We don't, we don't have time for any of that noise. But in the upstate, you know, we may get a little bit here, a little bit there. But up in Buffalo, man, they they're just like, yeah, we're gonna pay you to come out here and, you know. If you could, like, get rid of the snow, we'll pay you 12 bucks an hour and give you a ticket. It'd be great if the Bills were were actually a decent football team. But who wants to go sit through Bills and Jets? Ugh. Man, that's going to be terrible. Going to be terrible, terrible, terrible. I don't know if I want to go and sit through that. Would you go and snuff, shovel snow for the Bills if you lived up there? Give me a call at 803 978 1-832-803-978-1832 is the number to call. Of course, thanks to Mike Mooneyham for joining us earlier here on The Rundown. If you missed that interview, shame on you. The show starts at 3 o'clock. But since I am a nice guy, I will post the podcast of the show at about 5 o'clock today. You can go online and uh, check that out either at the, uh, the iHeartRadio app. You can just pull it up that way. Or... You can also um, get it via iTunes or through Spreaker, wherever you buy, sell, or steal, or however you get your favorite podcast. You can uh, get it that route. And then listen over the weekend. It's funny because on Sunday, people pick up on, I'll get like a couple, uh, I'll get a couple of like Twitter messages on Sunday. Hey, um, uh, yeah, you said this. What is that? You were stupid when you said this, and I message him back. I say stupid stuff all the time, so can you help me out? All right, so make sure you uh, check that out. The podcast is great. But before we get into uh, some other football talk here, I want to talk a minute about the health there. I have uh, about 30 days into the health there, and it's starting to become where it's just a lifestyle change for me. If you're trying to get healthy... This is the way to do it. The Health Dare is basically a revolutionary 90-day journey to cellular health. It reverses a, it can help reverse symptoms of high blood pressure and cholesterol in just a few weeks. If you're on one of those CPAP machines, yeah, you can get rid of that. Get rid of your symptoms of it can reverse the symptoms of sleep apnea and help you get off those machines. It can reverse the symptoms of type 2 diabetes, IBS, and joint pain in just a couple of weeks. Clients love the health there. I mean, just absolutely love it. Now, if you want to do the health there, they've got a great December special. For the entire month, 
It's buy one, get one free. It's simple. One person signs up for the health there, and their friend, family member, loved one, or whoever comes with them gets the program for free. It's Health Dare BOGO. Hurry up and book your free consultation with the Health Dare because this offer is not going to last much longer. It's a rare opportunity not to be missed. Bring your spouse, bring your friend, take advantage of this life changing offer. Call 877 I Dare Me. That's 877 I Dare Me. Or go to IDareColumbia.com. That's IDareColumbia.com. Love the Health Dare, man. It's making me feel better, making me where I'm not like spazzing out in the middle of the day what i mean by that is my energy level is up so that's kind of cool i dare columbia.com you know before we come back uh before we go into our break here i wanted to mention the comments that uh coach nick saban said last night about the clemson football program he said quote i think clemson has got an outstanding program they're an outstanding team i think Dabo does a really really good job on a consistent basis they have good players, but their players play really well. They are well coached. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They execute well. It's difficult preparation when you have to play against them. And I think they've been one of the most consistent, dominant teams throughout the entire season. Some high praise there coming from Nick Saban and Alabama. They're making their fifth consecutive appearance in the college football playoff. And I think we all can agree they are the current dynasty of college football. I mean, the college football playoff should be the Alabama Invitational. I mean, it really, really should. No disrespect to the other teams that are in it, but it seems like Alabama's there every year. So some great quotes there from Nick Saban about Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson program. I think for Clemson to finally get over the hump a little bit, I know winning that... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. National title was a big deal. But if Clemson can win the national title this year with this team that doesn't have Deshaun Watson, but in my opinion, could be a deeper team than the team that won the national title. I think this could be the stamp that puts Clemson into the elite, extra elite level, I guess is the term I want to use. If you want to respond to that, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. I'm going to put out a piece um, on Monday on my blog page about how I think this Clemson team may be better than the national championship team, where everybody's like, what? What are you talking about? Deshaun Watson was great. Yeah, but I'm talking about overall. So keep out a lookout for that. It'll be on my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com. That will be up on Monday. When we come back, NFL picks. We'll get into that and a lot more. You are listening to the rundown, this is Fox Sports Radio 1400. The brothers gonna work it out. The 
there's your Friday go home music, man. It's going to be a rainy, wet weekend. Stay safe on the roads. Normally, I give you traffic in the afternoons on all of our iHeart stations, but today, I got other stuff to do, man. My buddy Bill. Bill will be giving you traffic this afternoon. Bill's like old school in his delivery, man. It's very news-like, like, hello, this is Bill, and I've got your traffic this afternoon. Stick around for Bill's traffic today. He will take you home along with Walton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports. Shout out to Dean the Hat watching on uh, Facebook Live today. Dean, be on the lookout, man. I have got a column that I'm working on where I think that this Clemson team is better than the national championship team. I'll have that out on Monday as i got to put the finishing touches on it. But, yeah, some people look at me like I'm crazy when I say that, but I think that this Clemson team may be better and may not win the national title, but I think they're a better team. If they squared off against each other, it would be a heck of a matchup. So we'll get into that on Monday. Before we get out of here today, though, i got to give you my NFL picks. Over the weekend, if you're looking at the NFL, we're getting to the point now where it's fish or cut bait time. You better get your stuff together or you're going to be in trouble this weekend, especially in the NFL. Last night, the Jacksonville Jaguars went out and laid an egg. Tennessee Titans kept their playoff hopes alive as they smoked them last night. Here's your matchups for the weekend. Kansas City and Baltimore. The Chiefs are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Look, let me give you a very, very good tip on Kansas City. They don't lose at Arrowhead in December. Go back and look it up. There's not very many games where they drop a game in December. They're a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Baltimore Ravens. I say take the Chiefs and the points. I think they're going to win that game by probably a couple of touchdowns. The Houston Texans have won nine games in a row. They play the Indianapolis Colts. You know, the Colts need this game if they're going to stay in the playoff hunt, but uh, too much Deshaun Watson, man. This is going to be at Houston. The Texans are only favored by four and a half. Yeah, roll with the Texans here. I think they will mop the floor with the Indianapolis Colts. The Carolina Panthers need a win this week if they want to have any hope of making the playoff. I personally think that they are done. I think they're at the point now where everybody on that Panther staff is going to get fired as far as the coaches go. But they play the Cleveland Browns at Cleveland this weekend. The Panthers are favored by one and a half. Watch Cleveland sneak up there and get the upset. Panthers, uh, a tough road to go there with Cleveland. The Green Bay Packers are basically trying to play out the end of their season. Oh, wait, maybe they're not. Here's the cool part about that. If the Packers win, they could still be in the playoff hunt. They're playing an Atlanta team that is out of it, though. And it's at Green Bay. Packers are favored by five and a half. I think the Packers will put their stuff together. Aaron Rodgers has heard all week that he was the guy who got his coach fired. Yeah, he's he's going to make a mockery of the Atlanta Falcons. Packers should win big in that game. Tampa Bay and New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Saints are favored by eight. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got that win over Carolina last week. They're secondary. I don't know who those guys are, but they picked off Cam Newton four times. I think the Saints will win, but the Buccaneers will cover. The Buffalo Bills, they still want you to clean out their stadium. 
Yeah, you can go shovel some snow and get you a free ticket to watch a four and eight Bills team play a three and nine Jets team. Man, sign me up. Yeah, that's not happening. Bills and Jets. Bills are favored by three and a half. Ugh. I guess take the Bills. The Miami Dolphins will play the New England Patriots this weekend. Patriots are favored by seven and a half. Miami's 4-1 against the spread in home games, played against New England since the start of the 2013 season. But I think that the Patriots, they seem to have have gotten the dials right, and I expect them to roll against Miami. Look for the Patriots to cover the 7.5-point spread down in down against the fish. Giants and Redskins, Mark Sanchez against Eli Manning. Giants are favored by three and a half on the road. I mean, who do you want? (laughs) This is going to be a pathetic game. I don't think that, you know, they need to pay fans just to go to this game like they're doing up without having to shovel snow like they're doing in Buffalo. Denver and San Francisco. Denver needs this game to stay in the playoff front. Broncos are favored by five and a half. Look for the Broncos to roll over San Francisco. Cincinnati and Los Angeles Chargers are favored by 14. The Bengals going at it without Andy Dalton, without A.J. Green. Look for the Chargers to roll. Arizona and Detroit. Lions are favored by two and a half. Two, four, and eight teams just trying to finish the season. Ugh, just terrible. A couple of terrible games here. The marquee matchup on Saturday could be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. You know, the Cowboy fans are running their mouth. They think because they're 7-5 and that they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's how how a lot of Dallas fans are thinking right now. They're playing the defending Super Bowl champions who have holes of their own. Both teams have holes. Cowboys are favored by 3.5. Look for the Eagles to pick up the win. Pittsburgh and Oakland. The Steelers are favored by 11 against a 2-10 team. They're giving up 11 points on the road. Look for Oakland to cover, but the Steelers to pick up the win. Rams and Bears. The Bears are a three-point favorite. Excuse me, a three-point underdog at home. The Bears want to try to keep their hold on that NFC South, and they got to beat this Rams team that's 11-1. I think the Bears will pick up the win. I think the cold up there may screw with the Rams a little bit. So look for the Bears to pick up the win. Your Monday night game, Minnesota and Seattle. The Seahawks are 7-5 and five on the year. Minnesota 6-5-1. and one. Both teams need this win if they want to make the playoffs. Seahawks are favored by 3.5. Go with the Seahawks to get the win and the cover. So there's your NFL picks for the weekend. I'm looking forward to a couple, a couple of those matchups. The Dallas game I like. Just because my Twitter feed will be on fire with Dallas fans talking about, even if they win that game over the 6-6 six and six Philadelphia team, that this is the second coming. Where is Jimmy Johnson? It's obvious that Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman are back in the backfield because look at us. That's what I'll have in my feed. The Dallas Cowboy fans are great. Also looking forward to that matchup with Baltimore and Kansas City. Two really good teams there. Lamar Jackson going up against that Kansas City defense that's played pretty well this season in spots, but he's going to have to try to outduel Mahomes, the quarterback for Kansas City, who is not going to have Sammy Watkins, but may have Kelvin Benjamin, who just got released by the Bills. 
Huh, that's going to be an interesting matchup in its own right. So if you want to respond to that, we got a couple of minutes here. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. But we're about out of time this afternoon. I want to make sure I remind you, check out the podcast. The podcast is great. You can listen whenever you want. It's at foxsportsradio1400.com. You can also dial it up on the iHeartRadio app. Just uh, type in Rundown with Rob Sanders, and it'll come right up for you. You can listen anywhere. So that's kind of cool, too. One other matchup this weekend that'll be fun, the Army-Navy game. Being the former Coast Guardsman, I'm going to go with the Navy. I want Navy to win. But I think Army's going to win the game. But uh, just a cool matchup with those two teams. It's, I think, the best rivalry in football. So make sure I'm going to catch that tomorrow. Army and Navy. As I said earlier, Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports, will be in this afternoon to take your, uh, take your calls and get you set up and squared away. Of course, you can join him here from 4 to 6. He's got everything you need to know about Clemson. I'm sure he'll have a breakdown on uh, what the coaches said last night at the uh, the press conferences. He'll probably also break down the uh, the uh, bowl games or the awards. There we go. And don't forget, this weekend, we are the home for Clemson sports right here in Columbia, the Clemson Tiger basketball team. I believe they play Mississippi State this weekend. And if you look at their schedule, I want to make sure I give you the right time here. But we are the home for that. Their next matchup is uh, they, I'm not sure if uh, we haven't gotten an update on Sheldon Mitchell's or Marquise Reed's knee, but we'll see how that goes. But they play Mississippi State tomorrow. That game tips off at 4 o'clock. So 3.30 airtime right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. And, of course, don't forget the Clemson women. They will also be in action. We'll have their game this weekend as well. You can catch that game right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 as they match up with, as I look at the schedule here, yeah, tomorrow at 2 they play Rhode Island. So catch that this weekend. And with that, this show is a wrap. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.